Uh, right now, we have our first guest on the show in the history of the program, and uh, I... When I started thinking about who do I want to bring on first, I had a few people in mind, and I say this about a handful of people, and I only mean it about a couple of them, but uh, this guest is one of my favorite people. We used to work together pretty regularly on a podcast and uh, had a lot of fun, but I haven't seen this gentleman in a while, so it's good to welcome him back. The Tribal Education Coordinator at Central Wyoming College, Ivan Posey, is with us. Ivan, good morning. How are hey, you? Good morning, Jared. It's good to see you again. Great. Always to, good to see you. Great to have you back. It's always great to see you as well, uh, Ivan. Uh, and I know a lot of people in Fremont County know who you are. You've, you're a very popular person, but for folks that may not know about you, you, uh, if you don't mind, just a few bullet points on your background. Are you from the area? Did you grow up here in Fremont County? Yes, I did, Jared. I actually grew up in Fort Washke, up on North Fork there, uh, to a large family. Um, we lived in a, just a four-room house with no um, indoor plumbing. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to school at Fort Washke uh, Elementary. It didn't, it didn't have a high school then. Mm-hmm. I went to... Um, Lander briefly, and then went to Shalako, Oklahoma, which was a boarding school, and then got out, spent some time uh, kicking around, working odd jobs, and decided to go into service. So I went into the U.S. Army in um, 1980, and then got out and uh, started started my career really in natural resources. Mm-hmm. I worked for the Bureau of Indian Affairs forestry program and ran a trail crew for one summer and got to see our back country, which is awesome, you know. And then um, I uh, transitioned to the U.S. Forest Service where actually I, I'm a non-traditional student. I didn't start college classes till I was like 30. Sure. And, um, you know, went to school um, when I was at the Forest Service and Natural Resource Management. And in 1994, I decided to run for business council, and I was on that body for 21 years or so. Mm-hmm. And in the interim there, uh, I got term limited and served as the uh, first tribal liaison for Governor Dave Friedenthal and worked for Rappos School as their culture director. So I, uh, a long story, but it's uh, it's been good. Yeah, there's so many things there, uh, and back way up. First thing you mentioned was growing up without indoor plumbing, and I know that's still a reality for some folks. But uh, how do you think that kind of shaped you as a young person? Did you learn right off the bat survival, kind of? I, I think so. You know, there were, my family had thirteen, thirteen. Um, I have twelve siblings, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I was the youngest. I'm not young anymore, <laughs> but I think it it, it taught us. Uh, humbleness mm-hmm. you know we we go to the school where they had indoor plumbing but we have to go to the outhouse when we get home sure but i think many homes and families in our tribal community was like that in the 60s and early 70s yeah uh you mentioned your time in the service uh what was that like and how did that help shape you as well you know when i went to um boarding school uh they had details they um you had to make your bed and you had to buff the floors. You had to clean the restroom. So I think that experience really helped me when I went when I transitioned to the army uh-huh. because I was always already doing that to some extent, and um, it it was a, a somewhat of a culture shock because uh, 
you know, um, meeting people of all nationalities there. Um, I served in the South. I mean, uh, went to basic training in uh, Fort McClellan, Alabama, a base that's been closed since the 90s. Went to Fort Benning, Georgia, Fort Jackson, South Carolina, Fort Riley, Kansas, and Fort Carson. And I was um, a 25C. My MOS was a 25C, which was basically a field radio operator. So if you see these movies or whatever, the guy, the big old radio on his back, that was <laughs> yeah. me. But, uh, you know, but nowadays they have a lot of opportunities. They could, it's almost like college or Votech vote mm-hmm. um, career for people that go in the Army. Me, I came out and um, there's nobody that hired for, <laughs> for a field radio operator. Sure. You know. And then eventually you kind of transitioned into running for the business council and serving your community back here in Wyoming. Was that something that was on your radar, giving back to the community and being of service, or or did that kind of come about after your time in the Army? You know, in 1993, I was selected to be a Kellogg Fellow under the guidance of Americans for Indian Opportunity, and they taught us, um, it it was 32 of us, from all over the country, all different tribes, all different disciplines. And um, they really taught us about responsibility, uh, contribution to your community. And it, it, it was very fast about uh, tribal issues. You know, we went to old Mexico, met with some Mexican tribes there um, who basically some went through the same experiences that in our uh, United States went through. So it really... Um, awakened something in me to contribute back, and that's why I decided to run for council. And uh, my tribe was very um, welcoming to me at times. Yeah, that's great. Uh, now your role at Central Wyoming College is tribal education coordinator. Uh, what do you kind of get to do on a, a day-to-day basis with that job? You know, um, the day-to-day stuff, I, I work with obviously the tribes here because that's my strength whether it's both councils or uh, councils collectively. Um, there's a lot of different initiatives, whether it's tourism or um, the meat processing aspect of, of uh, the pr- one program. And um, I keep um, those communication lines open between mm-hmm. the tribes and the, and the college. But I'm also, uh, I also take the lead on... Um, developing programs and helping people um, set up programs and just assisting where I can. Sure. Uh, I'd imagine it's exciting for you to both uh, encourage the Native population to uh, attend a lot of these programs and the non-Native population as well. You get kind of the the word about Native culture, Native traditions uh, to young people and really plant that seed early in uh, kids' lives and hopefully bridge the gap between Natives and non-Natives. Yes. Uh, last year, um, we initiated. I initiated a program called the Tribal Wisdom Society, which... Um, Included 10 students that applied. Um, most of them were freshmen, and they'll be graduating this May. Uh, but there were some non-traditional students there also. But the intent of that tribalism society is to have them at least recognize and learn about tribal issues that are not um, available to 
uh, Western academia or in textbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we made three trips. We went to uh, Albuquerque, met with Americans, we had an opportunity, met with some of the Pueblo tribes, see how they governed, see what their history was. We went to Billings and met with the Rocky Mountain Tribal Leaders Council. Uh, we had our first gathering here. So there was an aspect of history, tradition, culture, um, and, and, and just stuff that happened to us I think is really important because I feel personally that um, we have to start educating ourselves about ourselves. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Ivan Posey, again, is our guest here on KOVE and the County 10 Podcast, the Tribal Education Coordinator at Central Wyoming College. Boy, it sure seems like there's a lot uh, happening at CWC. I see the new uh, the new facility out there that's just massive, and yes. every time I'm over on campus, it seems like there's a lot of life and energy over there. You know, there is. There seems like to be a lot of stuff going on. And uh, coordination is the most important thing. I think uh, Brad and uh, Vice Presidents have been doing a really good job in terms of uh, relaying that message out to the community, what's available. And I think, um, you know, our nursing program, obviously, is one of the best. In the, it is the best in the state, maybe even in the country. So there's a lot of things that CWC offers. That's very exciting. Uh, This is kind of a broad question, but we're talking all things Fremont County here. So what are your favorite things about Fremont County? It can be uh, things growing up, things to do, the the cultural aspect of how great Fremont County is. What are your favorite things overall about living here? You know, I think uh, the most important thing is relationships. Mm -hmm. Like we have a relationship, uh, Jared and uh just keeping those relationships of all the people I met over the years, whether it was through my Forest Service years, my Berwyn and Fair years, when I was on a council, uh, while I'm here as, um, as, as the tribal education coordinator, or when I worked for the governor, I, I still keep those lines of communications open and keeping those relationships open. Um, I've lived at other places. I've lived in Denver. I lived in Montana. Uh, obviously was away during the service, but uh, this is home. I'll, I'll always stay here. Mm-hmm. You know, just just, uh, just a great community. We have our ups and downs, but, hey, it, it's better than uh, sitting in a um, 12 by 12 apartment in New York City. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, everywhere has pros and cons, uh, but... What would you like to see Fremont County kind of evolve to in the future? If you had hopes and dreams for Fremont County, what would you like to see? You know, I think um, obviously more cooperation, and that's with everybody, whether it's uh, it's in the city of Riverton, a tribe, uh, county, or whatever relations. I think um, I, I really look back on uh, ASAP, which is a, a group that was formed in 96, I believe, 96 or 97, that included a lot of different people that looked at the alcohol problem in Fremont County. We had a county commissioner, um, Bill Runner at that time, part of that. And um, I think we really made headway because, you know, alcoholism really affects Fremont County, and I think it continues to do so. Um, So I think they really need a coordinated effort again to address that, but also the drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, there's new new types of drugs and uh, very addictive. And it's, it's, it's sad when you uh, experience in your, own, in your own community the effects of some of those. 
Yeah. And uh, there's no easy answer. I'm sure I know a lot of uh, smarter people than me are working on combating that problem. But uh, how do you go about fighting that? I mean, I know your role at the college, you get uh, hopefully the word out to some younger folks there. But is it just education or, or how do we combat the drug? Well, and I think there's education. Um, I know some of that came with uh, uh, later on lowering the, the BAC. Uh, the alcohol content for drunken driving used to be 0.10, and now it's 0.8. Mm-hmm. I mean, just small things like that. I know the biggest obstacle that happened years ago, I'm talking late 90s, was uh, closing the drive-up windows. It never happened. Um, so I think there are some things that the community could work together on. I see some local efforts like uh, um, Keep Sinks Canyon Wild and, and some of those types of things, mm-hmm. you know. So there's still coordinated efforts to to rally behind a cause. Yeah. Um, I think Fremont County is a great area. We're a small we're a small county in terms of population, but I think um the more we work together, the more we'll accomplish and the more we'll do good things together. Yeah, I agree. I, and I hope that uh, at least uh, inspires folks listening to these conversations going forward that uh, the the goal for this is to recognize Fremont County as a good place and maybe uh, introduce yourselves to some people that you may not know or think you have a lot in common with and uh, work together. And I've always thought that diversity is a strength and that doesn't necessarily mean backgrounds always. It means political diversity. It means Lander is a different community than Riverton and that's an okay thing to be living side by side there. So uh, how can we get along better, Ivan? You know, I I, I don't have no magic wand, but I know there's (laughs) um, um, so much divisiveness out there now, whether it's in our state legislature or you know, I, I see some counties going to, through that in in the state. And um, I don't know, people just not got, got to uh, uh, keep quiet for a while and listen to each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, you know, the, I don't think the, the extremes, whether it's left or right, um, you're never going to get anywhere unless you sit down as uh, reasonable people and um, talk things through. Yeah. Absolutely. What are you most looking forward to about summer? We've been watching all this snow in Fremont County all winter long. Is there, oh, yeah, is there a, a summer event here that you like the most? You know, growing up, it seems like it was, uh, the winters were always like this. It <laughs> seemed like, and then we, we became, we became soft where well, there's a couple inches of snow and we shut everything down. <laughs> but, um, my one friend up in Montana, he, uh, lives up on the high line there up the upper, upper Montana and when it was like 60 below up there, he told me, he said, well, we used to walk to school and when it was colder than this, but he was teasing <laughs> you. But, uh, you know, the summer, I uh, look forward to uh, developing a couple more programs. I look at uh, strengthening the Tribalism Society to um, welcome in the new class for this fall and um, assist where I can. Mm-hmm. You know, we... Uh, I worked with Martin Ardine, our um, dean for arts and sciences, and along with the uh, Northern Rappel uh, Tribal Historical Preservation Office. So we developed, he took the lead to develop um, a TIPO program, which is which leads into um, historical aspects and cultural resource management of tribes. 
And uh, our archaeology program, we no longer have that. I'm not too sure what the plan is in the future, but uh, some of these gaps and holes, we've been able to fill in that vacuum. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, for folks that may not be super connected with the college, uh, obviously getting the word out about the college and these programs are great, but is there any way we can support you and support what you're doing at the college? You know, I think this is one way you could do that. Yeah. You know, I think we could uh, we could uh, tell people what's going on there. Um, like I said, there's a lot of different um, areas, cosmetology, art, film. And, um, you know, we're going to have, uh, and this is just from my, my perspective, uh, 44 tribal graduates this year, which, which is good. And um, most of those students I never see because I think they just come, go to class, go home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they're finishing. Um, but I really think it's really important. Yesterday they had the juniors and seniors there from the local reservation schools. And I gave them a talk in the art center. And I mentioned to them to continue to learn about us. Talk to your gra- grandmas or your folks or your uncles. Learn stories uh, because it's not emphasized enough in the in the academia that we were in now. Um, so it's a it, it's a message that I continue to tell tribal students: is remember who you are. Mm-hmm. You have medicine to share. Uh, share it in a good way. And um, what you learn, teach to others. Yeah, what a great message to share. And I hope that the non-Native students get that message and education a little bit too, to learn about uh, the history and the culture that shaped Fremont County and, and largely the the continent as a whole. Oh yes, you know we still have that. Uh, we're still working on the um, the project of the Three Worlds uh, Valley of the Three Worlds, which has. I, last year, I obtained about like 4,000 negative pictures from the the program manager who ran that program in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone through those yet. I'm sure there's some great pictures. Yeah. You know, I'd like to uh, get some colorized. We have uh, 112 interviews that we still have to digitize of uh, tribal people. There's only one person still alive out of that group. And... um you know, not only the history of us, but the contemporary issues is something I I um, look to working on also. Absolutely. All right, Ivan, is there, uh, is there anything I missed? I you know, I, like I we've covered a lot covered, of ground. You know, I, Jared, you're you're old pro at this. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I enjoy talking and giving information and sharing. Um, there's a lot of moving parts in this world, as you know, and... Uh, um, it's just good, good to be alive. Yeah, and, sure. and experience this this uh, wonderful life we have. For sure, uh, Ivan, you've always been a, a great friend here, and really appreciate you. We had a lot of fun with the uh, Indian Relay podcast when that was we a did. thing, and uh, look forward to keeping up with you again. But uh, hopefully, uh, that gave some folks a little more insight as to you and what's going on at Central Wyoming College. But really appreciate you stopping in this morning. Yeah, a- anytime, Jared, and I appreciate the relationships I have with you and the staff here. 
uh, it's been a good journey. One of my favorite people to chat with, and I'm not saying this because he's still looking at me, Ivan Posey from uh, Central Wyoming College, the Tribal Education Coordinator. Always appreciate uh, him stopping by and just a great guy to hang out with and visit with a little bit more. The first guest here on the Today in the 10 program. Coming up in just a quick moment, we're going to play a few songs by some Fremont County musicians. Uh, Local music is going to be a theme on the Today in the 10 show. We're going to do a whole bunch of it. We've had a whole slew of artists across Fremont County reach out about uh, getting on the airwaves here and we're going to get through a lot of them. Uh, It'll be a theme every single day but Mondays in particular we're going to do Music Mondays and play a whole bunch of Fremont County artists. So we're looking forward to that here in just a little bit. Thanks again to Ivan Posey for stopping by. This is Today in the 10 on KOVE.